One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. Hi, this is Jacqueline Smith. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Hi, this is Linda Pearl, and you're listening to TV Confidential. And Roberts, with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. If all goes well, we will welcome Daphne Maxwell Reed at the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, we will close out this week's program by playing some more of our conversation with Days of Our Lives executive producer Ken Corday that originally aired in November 2010. Days of Our Lives marked its 55th anniversary on NBC earlier this week. Ken's book, The Days of Our Lives, not only traces the show's history on television, but pays tribute to his parents, Ted and Betty Corday, the creators and original executive producers of the series. The Days of Our Lives is available through Sourcebooks as well as Amazon.com. Earlier in the conversation, Ken talked about how Ted and Betty Corday always placed an importance on story when they produced the series. As we pick up the conversation, Tony Figueroa asked Ken about some of the particular storylines that Days of Our Lives has explored. Let me ask you, I just have a theory and I want you to uh, either confirm or dispel it. We have a show that I think was the first daytime show that dealt with, uh, I think, uh, artificial insemination, interracial dating, uh-huh. uh, a lot of things that, and I think the interracial dating was the only one that you got blowback from. But, oh, yeah. uh, not abstinence, but, you know, waiting until you're ready to have sex and, and a lot of these things. And I think, you know, people get, uh, you know, these are taboo uh, in, in many times when it's on TV, but I think the way that Days has managed to present it uh, is the same way that families would discuss these topics at the kitchen table. We, right. They were not sensationalized. Yeah. Uh, once in a while, there would be maybe the breaking of the fourth wall before the credits as kind of a public service right. announcement. 
Right. It was it was treated the same way that families would discuss these topics at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. It was not necessarily hyped up. This is an important thing. We should be talking about it, and we are going to talk about it in the dramatic context. And like I said, as far as I know, I think it was only the David and Valerie storyline that ever got blowback because right. you, you right. handled it, it, it properly. Well, no, we, we actually got blowback when we sent Philip Kyriakis to what was supposed to be Iraq. And we were the first television show after Desert Storm to deal with uh, a Marine going into combat in Iraq and in losing a leg to landmine there. And the network specifically said, you cannot say Iraq. We went, oh, what, are they in the desert somewhere? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Are they fighting the, the Battle desert. of Palm Springs? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so, and, and, and the last point. So as time has gone on, let's say in the last 10 years, we find ourselves getting further and further away from, I hate to use the word public service storylines, you know, where we're pointing uh, the finger at ourselves going, we're doing an adultery story, I mean, a, an abortion story, or, you know, I can't that at all today, or a child abuse story, or any of these, as opposed to what my mom and dad used to call kitchen sink soap opera. You know, it's about romance, period, and of story. Well, you know, you, you talk about the Iraq story. It's like history repeated itself because didn't, um, your mother go through the same thing with the Vietnam storyline, and, and the network oh, yeah. said change oh, yeah. to Korea. Good, good point. Yeah, Tommy Horton yeah, came Tom back. Jr. Yeah. Came, Tommy Horton came back with a new face. Let's see, it was 1968, and he had been in Korea, which of course ended in 1953. So, <laughs> not only was not 15 years older, but yeah, it means he was six years old when he went to Korea. Absurd, <laughs> absolutely absurd. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, the network. How do I say it? broadcast control? Censors, as we call, were a part of the FCC, and they were very, very powerful then. Uh, times have changed. The government cutbacks, the economy has has um, created a a vacuum there. Thank God, where the producers are now left up to their discretion as to what is or is not uh, uh, fair for for soap opera. Yet there is still a daytime program where a uh, an overall programmer side of the show who, when reading certain scripts, will pick up and go, uh, uh, excuse me, we are not going to do that. Uh, and at the same time, I say, well, now we have product placement on the show. You really want Bo walking in with a box of Cheerios saying, oh, my heart feels so much better. Yes. You you really want uh, people talking about Hershey's Kisses and how much how much more uh, fun it is to kiss with a Hershey's Kiss in your mouth? Yes. And next year, we're going to deal with the new female Viagra. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not kidding. So, you know, as uh, I think Zishu is on the other foot now. They, they're the ones that are, are telling us, well, okay, fine, you know, do anything within the realm of good taste, but uh, we, we want to do these ridiculously tasteless things where the set of the show is talking about eating Cheerios to make his heart stronger, or, you know, Guts is going to end up taking the female Viagra. That'll be it just goes to show you that the more things change, the more <laughs> things stay the same, especially in network television. Oh, you hit the nail on the head there. We are talking to Ken Corday, the executive producer of Days of Our Lives and the author of The Days of Our Lives, The True Story of One Family's Dream and The Untold Story of Days of Our Lives. To order Ken's book, The Days of Our Lives, go to sourcebooks.com. Ken, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about the the time when um, you were first being groomed to take over the show. This is around the late 70s. And Tony mentioned one of his favorite stories of, of, about your father in the book. My 
favorite story, and it, it comes around this time when, when, when you're first getting involved in, in, in the show, is a piece of advice your father gave you about the game of chess that, that played a very important role uh, during your first important meeting with um, NBC executives. That lesson was my father was an, a very a brilliant chess player, and he taught me the game. He taught my brother the game, and he said, remember that the most important piece on the board is the pawn, and of course, our jaws dropped. He said, because the pressing pawn, quote-unquote, the pressing pawn always wins the game. The one that gets across the board becomes the, the second or third queen. And, you know, that was his, his, his kind of a, his, his look at life is that, you know, you, you, you set your mind to doing something, and you continue to do it, and get and, and just take one step at a time, day by day, and before you know it, it's that that kind of preparation, as Benjamin Franklin said, leads to achievement. So, lap dissolve. I've been in the show now uh, a couple of years. You said uh, they were grouping me for the show, which at the time was difficult because I had a lot of hair. <laughs> it was the, the big hair time in the eighties, yeah. and uh, the show was uh, as it as it seems to be every five years or so. Uh, at a place of renewal, and of course the network were flexing their muscles and saying, well, it's terrible, and we want to fix this, that, and the other thing, and we want you, my mother, to come back to New York two days after New Year's, and they let her know this basically two days before New Year's Eve, to talk to Fred Tolkien, who was then the president of NBC. Uh, <laughs> my mother had had heart surgery a few weeks before, so that was out of the question for her to get on a plane. Uh, we had a new head writer, two new head writers, wonderful Gary Tomlin and Michelle Lasanti, who are still involved with the show, and Al Rape was the um, supervising producer then. And the four of us little chickens got on a plane and went back to see Mr. Silverman on the 2nd of January. And, you know, talk about being a fish out of water. I looked at my mom and went, you, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm an associate producer on this show. They're going to look at me and wonder, you know, who, who's the kid with the afro in the room? And... Uh, that, that 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 did not happen. We got in the room, and it was not Mr. Silverman. It was a few. I'll use the word kindly. Minions of <laughs> two two uh, literary critics from the New York Times. He had hired, who had watched the show for two weeks, had never watched before, and had made up their minds what was going to work on Days of Our Lives. Literary critics, and we listened to them talk for about a half an hour. They didn't know that Bill and Susan Hayes, Doug and Julie were married either on the show or in real life. They didn't know who Marlena Evans was, Deeper Hall. They they were clueless. They just, sorry to be so, so direct here, but they had their ideas of what we should do. Uh, and again, it's, it's my father's and mother's credo, temporary people making permanent decisions mm -hmm. or wanting to make permanent decisions who don't know what they don't know. So we sat and listened to them, and after about 15 minutes, I got up to go to the men's room, or it's actually more like an hour and 15 minutes. And Mr. Rape was on his way down the hall to do the same thing. We crossed paths. He looked at me and went, go up the throat. And I went, okay. And we walked back into the room, and we said, uh, guys, you know, you, know, you have some really valid points here. Give us the night to go back to our hotels, and let's meet tomorrow morning. And we went back. We went downstairs actually guffawing because we were amazed that, that they were so inept. And this is, you know, Mr. Silk kept sending notes up and down. What's going on? What's going on? What what, what, are, what are my people doing with your people? That kind of thing. And, um, Gary Tomlin and Michelle Lasani, who were right the show, stayed up until the wee hours coming up with a story for days that went on 
the next two years. It was the reunification of Doug Julie. It's the real power move on Marlene Evans coming into the show, et cetera, et cetera. We went back to the meeting the next day, and here I am. I still have not been quite, you know, who's the, who's, who's the young guy with the big hair in the room? Uh, oh, he's Corday, fine, blah, blah, blah. And after three hours or four hours of re-educating them, uh, they sat there and went, well, gee, we've had a great meeting here. You know, we've, we've really accomplished some things. <laughs> and they said, no, back upstairs, we were wonderful, it's all fine, Fred. And we came, we came back, I remember clearly it was a snowy, the snow had fallen that night, a blessing on New York. First snowfall was about January 3rd, and leaving the city of my birthplace was the first time I'd been back 20 years, almost, and uh, knowing that the show would be picked up for two or three more years. And again, that you just, you know, the pressing pawn wins the game. We just sat there, and it's the brighter argument that is always the right argument. Ken Corday's book, The Days of Our Lives, the true story of one family's dream and the untold story of Days of Our Lives is available through sourcebooks.com, amazon.com, and wherever books are sold online. Days of Our Lives, of course, airs weekdays on NBC. You can hear more of our conversation with Ken Corday on demand on the TV Confidential Podcast. You can find the TV Confidential Podcast wherever podcasts are found. Take a quick time out. We'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Don Wells. Eric Braden. Jansen Williams. Troy Finnis. Peter Marshall. Lindsay Wagner. Loretta Sweat. Ben Asner. A lovely, enchanting interview. It's all the conversation. It wasn't an interview. Well, thank you. That's that's what I try to do. That's what I, I try to make this a conversation. You made it. That's TV Confidential every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, completely updated with more than 100 pages of new information about the show that made James Garner a star, including a dozen new interviews and a lot more comments from James Garner himself. Maverick, Legend of the West, revised third edition, available now at mavericklegendofthewest.com. Maverick, legendofthewest.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800 917 2194. 800 917 2194. Go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, revised third edition. The complete history of the Rockford Files on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 
45 Years of the Rockford Files. Available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Hi, this is Lucy Dreyer, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Roberts has enough time to tell you that if you're a fan of the shows of Quinn Martin, and particularly the theme music to the shows of Quinn Martin, our friends at La La Land Records have just released a limited edition two-CD collection featuring music from the streets of San Francisco, including the iconic theme by Patrick Williams and the original scores for several iconic episodes of The Streets of San Francisco, including the 30-year pin, the premiere episode featuring Edmund O'Brien in the midst of Strangers, classic episode featuring David Wayne and Robert Foxworth, The Thrill Killers, the famous episode that opened the fifth season of The Streets of San Francisco that introduced Richard Hatch as Dan Robbins while also marking Michael Douglas's swan song appearance as Steve Keller, as well as music from the pilot episode. There are also alternate versions of the iconic main title track by Patrick Williams and a whole lot more. This is a limited edition CD produced in association with the Film Music Society and features liner notes by our friend John Burlingame. Extra features include a bonus track featuring music from The Seduction Squad, an episode of the short-lived Quinn Martin series, a man called Sloan. All of this is on volume three of the Quinn Martin collection, The Streets of San Francisco, featuring iconic music by Patrick Williams and liner notes by music journalist John Burlingang, limited edition produced in association with the Film Music Society, The Streets of San Francisco, The Quinn Martin Collection, volume three, The Streets of San Francisco, available wherever music is found from our friends at La La Land Records. Also a reminder that if you're a fan of Peter Sellers, you'll be delighted to know that the only film directed by Peter Sellers, Mr. Topaz, has not only been digitally restored from the lone surviving 35mm print, it is now available as a DVD, Blu-ray, and digital release from our friends at Film Movement. Film Movement, the New York-based distributor of award-winning independent and foreign films. Also known as I Like Money, Mr. Topaz may have marked Sellers' only effort as a director, but it was the first time that he worked with Herbert Lom. Herbert Lom, Sellers' foil in the Pink Panther films. In Mr. Topaz, Sellers plays a poor but proud French schoolmaster who loses his job after refusing to change the failing grade of one of his students. Seizing an opportunity to exploit Topaz's honesty, a corrupt city councilman, played by Herbert Lom, hires Topaz to manage one of his shady businesses. Released in 1961, Mr. Topaz features much of the physical comedy that would define Sellers' now iconic portrayal of Inspector Clouseau. The film also features Leo McKern, Nadia Gray, and Michael Goff. Extra features include the 1951 comedy short Let's Go Crazy, starring Peter Sellers and his goon show compatriot Spike Milligan, a 24-page booklet with notes on the film's rediscovery by BFI curator Vic Pratt, 
a new essay by Roger Lewis, author of The Life and Death of Peter Sellers, and a whole lot more. Mr. Topaz, Mr. Topaz, the only film directed by Peter Sellers, now available in Blu-ray, DVD, and as a digital release through Film Movement. A reminder that Still Standing by Tom Dreesen, Still Standing, My Journey from Streets and Saloons to the Stage and Sinatra, Still Standing, available through Post Hill Press, Simon & Schuster, Amazon.com, and wherever books are sold. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, Baffa, Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we will talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.